Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646 876 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Barry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good afternoon and welcome in to Sports Lounge Live. It is Tuesday, August 22nd, show number 258, Chris? Yes. 258 is the show number. Just one real quick thing before we get started. If you notice that there is some kind of fading in and out a little bit today, that is a Zoom issue. That is not our issue. So we will do the best we can and and, uh, we'll run the show as, as best we can, even if it fades a little bit. So there we go, Chris. Okay, and it may not even be fading for you. It may be that you we don't actually hear each other very well right. at certain points, too. That could be the issue. So just uh, if there's interruptions or a little, little goofiness, beyond the normal amount of goofiness, I need to measure our goofiness. You'll know. All right, so we're going to talk to our agenda. we got World Cup. We'll get that far. we got golf. we got baseball. We have uh, college sports, NBA, NFL, and the NHL. Lost a great broadcaster this week in the NHL. That's what we're going to talk about if we get that far. Of course, we have a little less time because of the commercials, but off we go. The World Cup, we had the semifinals. Eng- England beat Australia 3-1 to one in the uh, first uh, semifinal, and then Spain beat Sweden 2-1, to one, and that set up the final. Then Sweden and Australia played, and Sweden beat Australia to get the bronze medal 2-0. Uh, they don't have shutouts. They do nils. And then we have, that was for the bronze, and Spain beat England one to nil also. So Spain beat England, and apparently England was the heavy favorite. That's the first uh, Spanish World Cup of men or women or anything since 1966 for the men. So there you go. So for NASCAR, we had William Byron won at uh, Watkins Glen, and uh, he it was his ninth career win just on a road. And... Uh, and uh, Byron's fifth win, and, and is, he's, you know, he's on top of the leaderboard for the uh, FedEx. I mean, the FedEx, that's the golf, for the, the cup, you know, for the NASCAR cup. And one race left before they start the uh, playoffs. And then uh, we also, uh, David USF was telling us about a really cool website, apparently. If you're a big NASCAR fan, especially Nostalgia, you can go to a website and uh, listen to all the NASCAR races that there, there ever were broadcast. Uh, they have a big chunk of them. Al Michaels actually did some NASCAR. That was what he was pointing out back for Wild World of Sports. That's when they used to show different parts of them. Uh, it was on the NASCAR Classics website. So if you went into the NASCAR, uh, you know, um, uh, website, I'm sure you'd be able to find it in, uh, you know, going through. It's got uh, a lot of, uh, it, the, the earliest race goes back to Daytona in 1951. There's no ads on it, strip, and uh, they got about uh, 50% of uh, all time, all the cup races ever are on there. So that's pretty good. And uh, yeah. Victor, 
Victor Hovland won the uh, BMW Golf Tournament, and uh, that's the last tournament before the uh, the FedEx Tournament. And apparently, they have a deal for the uh, for the FedEx Cup that they have a handicap system. But if you're leading, you start the tournament at ten under. Next group is nine. Next group is eight for the top thirty that have qualified. And so it's kind of a little weird. I guess some people don't like it, but that's the way they do it. It's 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 a handicap system, so it gives the leaders uh, a better chance to actually win the cup they may not win that particular tournament but they can win the cup so there you go so that's how that works as i understand it all right so we can go to baseball arizona established a hall of fame for the diamondbacks and next year randy johnson and luis uh, gonzalez are getting in randy johnson uh, of course hall of famer will be in 2000 p they didn't mention this in the story co-mvp in 2001 world series with kurt schilling and uh, and then the walk-off hit was by Luis Gonzalez that won the series, and he was a five-time All-Star. And uh, so that's uh, Arizona's getting their Hall of Fame underway, and they've been around, hey, about 20, 25 years. Amazingly enough, they in Tampa Bay came in. Shane McClinton. Uh, go ahead, Sean. I think they're the last team to have a Hall of Fame now. I think Tampa Bay has one already. So I believe okay. they have, so now I think everybody has one now. Mm-hmm. I'm almost okay. positive. And okay. speaking of Tampa Bay... Shane McClanahan, you're right, Perry. Uh, he is out with Tommy John surgery. He'd been out for a little while, but they hadn't determined whether he was going to be Tommy John, and now he's going to be out the rest of this year, of course, and most of next year. So that's, Kevin Cash uh, said uh, when he was on SiriusXM last Friday, it'll probably be all of next year. Yeah, okay. And the, and the surgery was yesterday. Uh, Daniel Murphy retired. He's uh, been in the minors lately, and, but he did. he's best remembered for being a former New York Met. But he is now uh, retired. Marco Stroman has uh, right rib fracture, and there's no timetable. At least there wasn't about a week ago for him to return. Have they said anything more, uh, Perry? No, there still isn't, because what they have to wait for, I mean, if you've ever broken a rib or, or done something just like that, heal on its own. those yep. things have to heal. So it, they, the doctors just don't know how long it's going to take that to heal. I just hope he's not having, you know, sometimes people, uh, and it's usually for the first few days, you have trouble breathing. It hurts to breathe. He said he, said he was having trouble breathing, so yeah. that's. Yeah. So, and they don't know how he did it either, do they? They don't. Mm. Because okay. he was already on the, he was already on the injured list with another injury, and then they discovered that one. Mm. Okay. Well, it, yeah, interesting stats we got, we got, I got it in a brief by that. It is Gary. He's the younger announcer on the Mariners. I don't. I don't know if you remember his name. Gary. Gary, Gary Hill. Gary Hill. Okay. Well, the Cardinals. He was talking about last place Cardinals, and I had just been thinking about this. And he said the Cardinals could be, of course, last this year. Last time they were was in 1990, and before that it was 1918, and before that it was 1907. So the Cardinals just don't finish last. Some teams are in and out no. of last place all the time, but the no, Cardinals they, the have Cardinals stayed have out a pretty good, well. Never they, have a good organi- they have a good organization, and sadly for them, their minor league system is not real good either. So they, no, you think it's about not very good. You know, well, that's unusual for them, too. That's usually it really is. Last place. <laughs> uh, so the Cubs brought in a couple of relievers that you're going to see in Iowa, uh, Perry, these days. That's right. Shane Green and uh, Richard Blyer, uh, they're both here. And Shane Green is, has really done well. Blyer has been, um, I can't say he's done quite as well as Shane Green. But um, really, you have when you do that with the trade deadline, when you can't do waiver trades, 
and somebody designates somebody for assignment and they clear, you have nothing to lose by bringing right. them in. Because, number one, even if they don't ever go up to Chicago, which I suspect Shane Green will at some point, but even if they don't, Iowa is playing for a playoff spot as well. So you're going to get – they're playing to go to the playoffs either way. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so apparently, uh, Sean, you heard more about it than we did. Tim Anderson kind of, kind of apologized for the fight uh, last week with Cleveland. Yeah, it was sort of an apology. Two weeks later, or whatever, he said, "Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but basically, if you had to deal with harassing me again, and I'm sorry that it went down, and yeah, blah blah blah." It was kind of a half-hazard apology, half-baked apology. Not going to do any good words to mention, probably. (laughs) And really, the bad thing, Chris, for for somebody like Tim Anderson, who's had some of these before, I mean, remember he Mm -hmm. had the one with, you know, him and Josh Donaldson, you never know what was right or wrong on that one, but (laughs) he's had these in the past, and the problem, up until this year, he was a pretty decent player who put up good numbers. He doesn't need Mm -hmm. to do this stuff. No, no. So we had a few designated for assignments. DFA, uh, the Cubs DFA catcher Tucker uh, Tucker Barnhart, and uh, and and infield Mass uh, Mastroboni, I guess. Miles Mastroboni. Miles Mastroboni. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is happening. And again, you can maybe get something out of these if you, you know, if you hang on to them, and then you can work out a trade with anybody. And Tucker uh, Barnhart. I mean, I mean, Bill, you would know Tucker Barnhart is a very good defensive catcher but he 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 doesn't really hit much at all Uh uh-huh so that's that was the issue is you know you you really can't afford to carry somebody who was hitting under 200 right that's it jose altuve has reached the 2000 hit mark for the astros he's the third player in astros history behind craig biggio and jeff bagwell not surprising that those are the other two uh, Toronto DFA'd Paul DeYoung, and Robert tells me that he's been picked up by the Giants for shortstop. And they just acquired him from the Cardinals uh, yep. at the trade deadline, so that didn't last long. It didn't work out yeah. for them. So, do the Giants now, Robert? Do the Giants have an, an injury at shortstop, or are they just doing this for yeah, depth? Do you no, think? Uh, Brandon Crawford. He's been on the injury list three different times this year. He's out, and so that's why they bought Paul okay. on him. So, so Robert. Yeah. If you're a Giants fan, their biggest issue is pitching. It is. They're uh, they're using three they, uh, in a five man rotation. Three days you get openers with the Giants. I mean uh, that you're not gonna you're not gonna do well. I don't think they're gonna qualify for the playoffs, and if they do, they won't last very long. And they don't I, have, I they it. don't have anybody. Robert, at, uh, is it? Sa- I think it's Sacramento that's there. They don't have anybody down there. They can. Uh, they uh, they called up their number one prospect as far as pitching today, Kyle Harrison, and he's going to start tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies. But they've been keeping his pitch count down, so I don't even know how long he'll be in the game. And yeah. with wow. that band yeah. box of a with that band box of a ballpark, yeah, congratulations! You're playing in a band box and a, a decent yeah. lineup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Arizona DFA'd uh, catcher Carson Kelly, who was right away by the Tigers. And he played, be. and he played against the Cubs last night, and I think he had one hit. But fortunately, the Cubs um, won the game in spite of themselves. I mean, you, Javier Saad pitched a very good game last night, but then in the eighth inning, they brought in Michael Fulmer, who had been very good lately. But um, David Ross, for some reason, did not have anybody up ah. behind him for a while. And I'm, I'm thinking, if I'm David Ross today, I'm thinking. 
some, you know, being thankful that they won that game because that one kind of would have been on him for not having somebody up behind him. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the managers, and especially like Kerry Francona, he says it a lot, I know, in his time here, and I know he says it in Cleveland, about playing baseball the right way. And Gunnar yep. Henderson played baseball the right way the other day. He could have stayed at first for a, a, a cycle and a 12-1 win over the A's on Sunday. He knew he could and got a double. He let the game play play out. He didn't. It was similar to me in my mind to the Ted Williams thing, where he played in that last. He could have hit four hundred by not playing, and he he played and hit four hundred six. I mean, to me, that's that's what you do. You know, you, you yeah. play the game no, the way it falls. And you know, people criticize him for that, but I watched the game on Sunday, Chris, when he did this, and I I I, I saw nothing wrong with what he did. You know? No, no, no. That's the way it plays out, and he's a good in, in baseball. In baseball, Chris, is a weird game. I mean, weird things can happen. So what if he takes that single, he didn't score a run, and then the A's would have come back? Well, let's say they score 12 runs. How weird it might have sounded. We, we, we're talking about the A's, uh, Perry. Perry, that's Perry, right, the A's. That's right, the A's. but it does happen <laughs> periodically. Yes, yeah, so there's no clock. There's no clock uh, in baseball. No. Uh, it sure is now, isn't there? But clock, but there's no clock that ends the game. So Wander Franco's troubles continued. He's now been suspended indefinitely while they continue to investigate about multiple uh, yeah. underage girl uh, uh, allegations. Let's put it that way. I, th- I think today when I heard it on XM, Chuck DeLapp worded it the right way. He said uh, they're investigating his relationship with multiple young women. Uh, yeah, yes. well, and the, the more I've read about that, uh, he, I, I, I'll be very surprised if he ever plays Major League Baseball again because he's got multiple different relationships. And he's, granted, he's only 22, but he's got multiple different relationships in the Dominican Republic with every, with all the women listed. They were all under 18. So, uh, you know, he's got some real serious issues going he's on. He's got some real serious issues. And boy, if, if, number one, I mean, that would hit the Tampa Bay Rays in one way very negatively because you would lose a very good player. But I suppose they could say, well, we would gain a hundred and what about a hundred and sixty million dollars yeah. back? That's yeah, right. Yeah, they could get all that money back. They would. You know. Now, one thing that was, uh, you know, I try to listen to that uh, little uh, show that uh, we get from KNBR each uh, on Saturdays and Sundays, and I usually find a little nugget. I found out that Washington, in the last like forty games, had at that time the third best record in the National League. Yeah, they that do. Is correct. So, they really, and I mean, they beat the Red Sox two out of three. They, but I had noticed, just uh, you know, uh, just anecdotally, without picking up any, uh, keep keeping track, that they were giving everybody a, a hard time. Not only the crummy teams, but some of the contenders, you know. And and apparently, their hitting has really come together, and they've got a few good pitchers. They might be on track at least uh, to you know move up in the pecking order next year. Well, apparently, their ownership thinks they are because um, today they extended manager Dave Martin. Tina's two years, and apparently they're getting ready to extend team president Mike Rizzo. But that's mm-hmm. the, that is one thing, Chris. Some of these teams that you play, and I mean, you saw it with the Royals, and we saw it with the Royals this weekend, yep. and the Tigers, and some of those teams. Yep. I mean, they may be out of it, but man, some of those teams—they're scrappy bunches. They are. They're they're yeah. hustling. You got to give mm-hmm. the credit to all those managers who, you know, AJ Hinch and the new guy in Kansas City and so forth. They they keep them playing. And uh, Pat, Pat Hughes Pat Hughes said this weekend, and we talk about all sorts of players and and this and this. And he said he had never seen uh, Bobby Witt 
up until yeah. this year. He said that guy is probably the fastest player in baseball. If not the fastest, he's definitely one of the top two or three. He is. And, you know, that's the thing. They've got a budding superstar out there. And, you know, do you trade four or five? That's the conundrum they've got. They've got a lot of hitting and they don't have a lot of pitching. That's what they. That's what it. it that's it. Like. Yeah. And the thing is, but these players are, unlike the White Sox, the White Sox are a mess. They are, they are just a mess. So I did pull together the wild card standings. We, we know the division leaders, you know, we, don't, we know Baltimore. So the American League, we know Baltimore's leading, Minnesota's leading, and the Texas Rangers. But the wild card, especially in the National League, is very interesting going into today's action, this being Tuesday. Tampa Bay is the top wild card at 75 and 51. Houston, 71 and 55. So, uh, you know, Tampa Bay is in pretty good shape to get in. Uh, Seattle, 70 and 55. So actually they're challenging Houston for that second wild card. Then you get to Toronto at 69 and 56, only a game behind Seattle. And then the Red Sox are 66 and 59, four games behind Seattle. And the Red Sox have to play. They started it last night. They four with Houston, three with the here, and then three with with Houston back here. So they've got 10 who, games. Who do they play over the weekend, Chris? You were fading a little bit. Dodgers. They play over? Okay. Dodgers. Yeah. So uh, they, they've got the Houston Dodgers, Houston. So if they can get through that, even at five and five, but they got off on the wrong foot last night. And the Yankees are uh, the sixty-one. Uh, the Angels are sixty-one, sixty-four. Yankees sixty and sixty-four. Just about out of it for those guys. Even though the, they, Yan- uh, the Angels, Yankees, that's you know, another team that's almost a mess. It is eight in a row right. they've lost. And the National League, this is nuts. Now, Philadelphia's in good shape to get in. They're at 68 and 57. But after that, who knows? Oh, and, of course, the division leaders are uh, the Dodgers, Milwaukee, and uh, the Braves. Braves and Dodgers are definitely going to win those divisions. Philadelphia is 68 and 57. Then you get to the Cubs, 65 and 59. Now, of the second wild card. So, Perry, would you rather go and play a three-game series in Milwaukee or go and play a three-game series in Philadelphia? Well, that's a good question. Either way, I mean, either way, you're going to get a good team. Yeah, but yep. I suppose you could say at least with if you play the Phillies, the Cubs have typically done fairly well against the Phillies, and I mean, you've already had 13 games against the Brewers, so you know them well. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Cubs have that second wild card at 65 and 59, but right behind them are the Giants at 65 and 60 with the third wild card. Then you go to Arizona at 65 and 61, half a game out, and Cincinnati 64 and 61, a game out. And then Miami is 64 and 62, a game and a half out. Then you get down to San Diego, and they're they're just about done too. So, and here's anyway, the thing with thought, the, here's the thing with the Cubs. Next week, three with the Brewers Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and mm-hmm. then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's a including a doubleheader. That's a four game series with Cincinnati. So that could. Uh, that could determine a lot of things next week. Thought we could uh, throw those in. It doesn't. We're not doing the whole standings. We could throw in the wild cards. People kind of know who's leading the divisions. We'll tell them and not get into who's leading by how much in the division until that gets relevant. But the wild card, especially in the National League, is just so crazy. I think it we is. need to keep an eye on that. We're down to six weeks, just under six weeks to go. So we need to kind of watch this stuff. And, rem- and remember, we've we've discussed this before. Remember, there are no more game one sixty threes. I no. I personally don't like that. I wish no. I, I like that because those games. 
games sometimes are really, really yeah. exciting. So, but as I say, if you had if you had a game to determine if you get in, not anything else, not positioning, uh, but if you if the Red Sox and Seattle were to tie, they're three games apiece. If they were to tie for that wild, last wild card, I'd like to see a game either here or there to yep. determine who gets in instead of just whatever they would do for the tiebreaker, divisional record, or runs differential, or whatever. I don't even know, but the Mariners. And, and we've seen some great game 163s over yes. the years. Yes, we have. And the Mariners have been going nuts here. They've won like seven in a row. They were about under 500 at the All-Star break, and they have just passed team after team, and they're, you know, they now have that spot. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But the thing is, Julio Gonzalez went 17 for 21 at one point. So that is amazing for. And, you uh, know, they, they, it's very, it's very possible, Chris, that not only do they get that wild card, they're not out of the division either. No, they're not. No, nope. nope. Houston and they and the Rangers are all in a dogfight. The Rangers have been starting to struggle, and Houston's been playing better. And Seattle, well, but Houston just was swept by Seattle, so that's, that's why they're right. right on and their la- tail. And last night, I mean, I was listening to that Rangers Diamondbacks game, and the two back end guys in the bullpen, Araldus Chap and Will Smith both uh, blew the game. Uh, Chapman in the ninth and Smith in the 11th. Yeah. What were you saying, Robert? Uh, yeah, no, that that uh, that American League West, everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion, either Houston or Texas is going to get it. It might turn out to be uh, uh, come down to the very last day, depending yep. on who everybody plays. So That's right. So that's it uh, that I have for baseball. Any more baseball before we move on to college? No, I think that's I think that's it for baseball. At least, oh, the Reds. By the way, we do have one piece of Reds news. They called up their one of their top prox, prospects, uh, like they've not done that already this year. But this time it was Noel B. Marte, and he was playing here last week, and then you know he played here Thursday, and he was gone Friday, headed to the major league. So Noel B. Marte, who is an infielder outfielder, called mm-hmm. up by the Reds. So just okay. another prospect that they've called up. Sean was making a point about college football with these teams that are kind of wandering in the wilderness here, Cal and Stanford and so forth. They kind of have to decide something in the next month or two, don't they, Sean? Yeah, they have to They have to decide something because you're going to start seeing schedules come out in the, you know for next year because so if Cal and Stanford and Washington State and Oregon State do not decide in the next month or two what they're going to do, then they'll be independents in 24 playing each other. They need to decide, are we going to go get anybody for this Pac-12 or are we going to go what, you know, they have to, they have to figure out something. One thing I thought, well, I said, Hey, Notre Dame, what you ought to do is take the Pac-12's bid, go get you a conference. that can be coastal. You like coastal coast. You've been pushing for Stanford. The ACC did not want Cal Stanford, by the way, uh, more and so Notre Dame, if Notre Dame gets mad, take your NBC contract, go get the military schools, go get Stanford, Cal, Tulane, SMU, Rice, make a little Ivy League type thing. You know, hey, you know, might as well. The rumor that I have heard now, though, Sean, and I think you kind of said the same thing over on, on the phone, the, what I've heard lately is that Notre Dame is really trying to switch one of the holdouts. They need one of them to get to 12. Ooh. To at least get in Stanford. They, okay. they want Stanford. They're trying to get somebody to flip that are holding out. And so far, none of those teams are interested. And Stanford wants a, Stanford wants Cal because they want another West Coast team. They don't want to 
just come by themselves and be with all these East. And they would like SMU and Tulane because that's kind of on the way. But it sounds, like from, it sounds like from what you hear, that's what the ACC teams are, are balking at is, okay, well, t- we could take Stanford. They can bring something. But if we're going to take Cal, we're not gaining anything by taking Cal. That's right. why. That's no. one of the reasons that those four teams don't want yeah. Cal. Because well, it doesn't you know. even it doesn't add you a market. It's the same market. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So David USF very nicely found us the preseason top twenty-five, and I guess we'll, we'll after we do this, we'll Sean can talk and Perry about what games we do have this weekend coming up because it's. I guess they're not calling them a week zero, but it's you know whatever it is. Kick, kick off. I still call it that. Yeah. I call it the week. All right. Well, sponsored by uh, Coke Zero. Anyway, uh, so going into the season, and we're going to do it. He did it Casey Kasem style. So we're going to do 25 through 1, unlike normal sports shows. 25 is Iowa. What do you think of that, Perry? Well, let's hope so, because their offense should certainly be better. It couldn't mm-hmm. be a lot worse. So let's and hope the defense so. was last year. That's defense is always good for Iowa. They've always been yeah. a good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Number 24, Tulane. 23, Texas A&M. 22, Old Miss. What do you think about that, Perry? That, you know, you, Old Miss has got a lot of questions to answer, specifically at quarterback. So, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. They could, they could be a lot higher than that by the time the season is over. But consequently, if things don't work out with, with any of the quarterbacks, they could be lower than, you know. Uh-huh. 21, North Carolina. 20, Oklahoma. 19, Wisconsin, 18, Oregon State, 17, TCU, 16, Kansas State, 15, Oregon, 14, Utah, 13, Notre Dame, 12, Tennessee, 11 is Texas. Sean, what's uh, the mood down there about that? Well, they're thinking, hey, Sark better do something. They better win the Big 12 this year. Kansas State's their biggest challenge. You got Quinn. Malik Murphy, and of course you got Arch Manning, who's going to come in this year. But Arch Manning, uh, they would love to redshirt him. Him and the, his family would love to, for him to be redshirted, so they don't have to use him. So mm-hmm. if they can get it together, they lost Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson, two of their big running back. But you know, if they can get it together with this new Big Twelve for one year, and we'll see going into the SEC, get a little momentum. Yeah. Okay. Number 10, Washington. Nine, Clemson. Eight, Florida State. Seven, Penn State. Six is USC. Five, LSU. If if Pierre's out there and he can pop in uh, whenever, I don't know if he wants to unmute or if he's he's faded away. But anyway, if he comes along uh, before we're done with the college in a couple minutes, he can have something to say about that. Number four is Alabama. Three, Ohio State. Two, Michigan. And one, Georgia. So opinion, Alabama, four is too high for them. Four is definitely too high for Alabama. Because Alabama Alabama is just Alabama is just, I mean, they're, they got quarterback issues, but four is way too high for them. 24, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, he's on, his job's on the line. He's got, and he's got Bobby Petrino as his offensive coordinator, so look out, people. (laughs) Go ahead, Pierre. Well, I was going to say LSU should be pretty good because they have a, a really good quarterback room. They're running backs they have oh, seven, yeah. eight great running backs right now. But uh, I, think, I think the only thing that, that you worry about with any of those teams, Pierre, LSU, Ole Miss, A&M, and, and Alabama, to be up to a point, you you play in that difficult SEC West. Right. But they all play but, each other. They do. But they're not sure about their wide receiver core. They have Malik Neighbors coming back from last year, but uh, they don't know about the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And uh, speaking of Michigan, they may be number two, but they're going to be without their coach for uh, three weeks because uh, they're uh, doing, I guess, a self-suspension. The school is doing it for uh, violations yeah. during uh, 2020 with recruiting and with, with practices and stuff like that. And, so. the, and the infractions committee did say yesterday, remember, this is okay. Michigan. This does not mean we can't impose our own suspect. You know, so yep. Yeah. So what is it? What 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 is it in the water out there with the Big Ten scandals lately, uh, Perry? <laughs> I don't. I, Iowa and uh, with the betting and Northwestern and Minnesota, perhaps down the road and Michigan here. What's going on? The, well, the, you know, and the worst part of the scandal with the betting, Iowa State is getting hit a lot harder. And so far, Iowa's had yeah. a few, the backup kicker among others, but Iowa State. Yeah. I mean, their starting quarterback is is out. Um, yesterday, it was announced that Jirel Brock, the leading rusher on the team, is leaving the program. You know, because he's been charged. Mm-hmm. Several other guys have been charged, but they tell you. Um, according to what Matt Campbell said in his press conference, and Kirk Ferentz did the same way, they tell you, you cannot bet, you cannot bet, you cannot bet, and these guys did it anyway. No, they're foolish. And then, uh, so, uh, Sean and Perry, tell us about the this mini uh, week of college football we got this week. There's really no games that stand out. I mean, USC and San Jose State, I guess. I guess you would say, Sean, that Notre would be Dame, the, maybe. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame Navy in, du- might, in Dublin because it's yeah. in Ireland, in Dublin, and it's going to be it'll be a night game in Dublin, so it'll be afternoon. But those are the only two that I can even think of. But real quickly, going back to the Michigan, remember that Michigan scandal goes over the year. What's supposed to do? So that was the first of the scandals that we that we knew about before Minnesota and Northwestern. So Michigan leads the way, number two. Right. Hey, yeah. Right. Way. But, yeah. but yeah, there's not many. Yeah, not many games this week. Right. This Somebody isn't the week for North Carolina, South Carolina. That's no. the next week. No, that is that'll be a week from Thursday. That kick off the real big okay. weekend of Labor Regular. Day weekend college football, yeah, where most everybody played yeah. uh, Labor yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. Somebody was saying yesterday, and I forget where I heard this, but somebody was saying with this Northwestern scandal, and of course now there's lawsuits flying every which way with it. Um, one of their relations, uh, their son or something like that, plays has played football at Northwestern or something like that, and he said that this is way overblown. So we will, I mean, we know what we've heard, but when you get into a courtroom and it all has to come out, we'll have to see, you know, in the end, what people can prove and what on That's whatever right. side what they can't prove. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any more college stuff before we go to well, the NBA? Real, real, real quickly. Now, if you listen to college baseball and other stuff, and even a lot of people would know the names because even New York Times talked about this. But Bill Little, who was the longtime sports information director, assistant athletic director, while he was sports information director for fifty years, he did Longhorn baseball and basketball. He did basketball in the 60s, 70s, and 80s before the old Southwest Conference Radio Football Network broke up and then football and basketball went. But he passed away. He was a, a historian about college football. Uh, you know, Keith Jackson would talk to him to find out. And he was, you know, he used to do these uh, Paul Harvey-style Longhorn legends. And, but yet, again, and he... Pierre had his hand up, so we'll, we'll get to Pierre. In 2018... Yeah, they read this, they 2018, they did a tribute. They had everybody that ever did a game with them, so it was kind of cool. You got to hear Tom Dore, Bill Schoening, and Craig Way all do an inning of baseball with Bill Little in 18, so that was kind of cool, but yeah. 
Okay, Pierre. Ahead, Pierre. We'll get to Pierre, and then I suppose this will dovetail from college into the NFL. We'll, I'll hit this streaming stuff while we're in there. So, Pierre, go yeah. ahead, and then we'll go to that. Well, what uh, uh, Michigan is doing is what LSU did when they were all under the investigation. LSU imposed a three-game suspension for the coach, and uh, that was the oh, year. Yeah. That was the year they imposed that they couldn't play in a, a bowl game. But that was the year that they were so terrible. If they'd have went to one, it would have been the Golden Bowl. So, you know, you know, Michigan isn't going to impose that, right? But, but I mean, uh, that's what they're well, trying to do because then, uh, yeah, uh, two or three weeks ago, LSU just got a slap on the wrist because of what they had imposed on themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can actually actually had listed NBA first. We can do NFL first. I don't care if you, okay, you want yeah. to do some streaming and, now. Yeah, because anyway. it all it all goes together, I suppose. So it kind of you know we can hit all the streaming stuff right here. Yep. The the college stuff is very easy. If you have Sirius XM, you can probably find whatever game you're looking for. Or the 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 next two best options um, are TuneIn Live. Um, you can do that on your device. You can do that on your phone, however you do it. Or there's also the Varsity Network app, which works, which is very accessible. So if you want college, that all works. Locally, you can probably stream games in your local area. And very typically, what they use is about 75 to 100 miles. That's usually, that's- the, that's usually the standard. You, and I mean, as we all know, you will find stations that will forget to turn off their stream or just well, not do it or just now, don't do it yeah mm-hmm. and if you want the and if yeah. you want to get the tu- hold on Sean if you want to get the tune in premium um, that's also a good the regular price for tune in premium per year is $99 per year uh, or what is it about $10 a month i think yeah um, so that's the regular price that's ter- not a terrible deal so if you you know nope. that'll give you a lot of college and uh, the Varsity yeah. Network, though, that is free, and uh, it's got yeah. base just about any team you could ever imagine. Sean, tune in live is ninety nine or three. Um, I remember or not, and uh, you know that's on your Lady A, but it's, so you can get it that way. But also, I was going to tell you, a lot of schools in college have deals where they are allowing their stations to stream. You know, so some of them, it's not the seventy five or a hundred mile deal. It's you know, part of their part of their deal, like you know, University of Texas, most of them can stream the iHeart owned operating stations on the Texas network stream. So, and Texas A&M allows theirs to stream, and just depends on. So, it depends on the deals with Learfield and each right. school. But yeah, you have all these options for college football. You you do. You'll find and plenty it, of ways to hear it. Yeah, and basketball and and other sports too. You you can listen oh, to yeah, those sports yeah. too. So, um, as far the as the pros, is not so good, is it? The pros is not so good. Um, and once I get done with this, Bill, if you want to come in and tell me if I've missed anything or whatever, but the with uh, the pros, TuneIn is is able to do in market streaming. That means probably hundred miles or so, give or take a little. You'll be able to listen to a team, but that's going to be about it. Because I tried on Saturday night, I tried the Packers, uh, the Rams, various other teams, and I couldn't get any of them to play on TuneIn. But if there again, if you have SiriusXM, you're going to get everything, so you're fine there. Yeah. So. But, the other thing uh, too is that 
if it really happens, and it could, it'll be the first time it did. There have been traditional stations that have streamed like WWL and WGR for Buffalo, WWL for New Orleans. Uh, sometimes if you stay tuned to WLW, you, you'd be able to get the Bengals. So we'll see when it, when it all shakes out what happens, and we'll let you know what we can when we know. But, you know, it's the preseason, usually everybody was streaming, so this is a little scary. They, this yeah. may be different this year. And a lot uh, of times, a lot of times too, what, what I have found, not always, but, and I know teams do two- and three-hour pregame shows, so nobody yeah. really wants to sit through that. But uh, if you turn it on before the pregame show, sometimes it won't kick you if the game starts. But if you try to go to it right at game time, it will you well, usually isn't going to work. Yeah. No, I can't and this tell you. Go, hold on, Robert, Robert, go ahead. Robert and then Sean. Okay, I can't tell you. Uh, for Raiders games, if you are looking for a streaming option, KSRO out of Santa Rosa, they never turn their stream off. They carry the Raiders and they carry the Warriors. So uh, you will always find those two teams, Warriors for basketball, Raiders for football, on that station, they never. Yeah, so the NBA is very tight on their streaming, tighter oh, than like yes, any other are. league. So yeah, if the they get away. Yeah, that station, that station never turns off for those. The war leaders, you're good with okay. that KSR. Go ahead, Sean. I was also going to clarify that is on regular tune-in for those. That is on regular tune-in, correct. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to check since I'm 180 miles from Houston, 200 miles from Dallas, because some of us are in places where we have multiple teams in a state. I'm going to see how that works this weekend to see if I get them on, you know, the, the Texans or the Cowboys, and I'll report back to everybody next Tuesday to let you know the mileage marker to see if what it might be, so or if it's just based on what your market is. Okay. I think I got it all. Bill, did I get it all correct? I think you got it all correct. Um, sometimes they go up like the Colts, Evansville's in their streaming market. They were doing that on their promo. So you just never know. But I know it's 175 yeah. miles at least. So, you know, it's hard to say. And the I will tell you guys a little lesson I learned about streaming a long time ago. The more you put this stuff out over the web and talk about it like this, I've gotten several stations, unfortunately, they've gotten in trouble or got their stream stopped. So I'd be a yeah. little careful yeah. about talking about yeah. stations. Yeah, we don't do it too much. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. that's, why, that's why when I did this, I tried to keep it to tune in. Right. Right. You know, right. Because would, tune, right. tune in is what tune in is. I mean, that. You know, if you when, find the what we've traditionally nugget. done is when we've gotten down into the playoffs, we've kind of told you what you can do because right. that those are the big games anyway. And uh, and uh, yeah. you know, if, if something's happening in a yeah. given market or not, because people have asked us, uh, you know, and we've done it then. But most yeah. in the regular season, we don't talk about it a whole lot. Now, one thing you can do, one thing you can do with tune in is Sports USA airs a doubleheader every Sunday. On the yep. NFL, you can. Li- that's fine. They don't care if that's out there. So Sports USA streams uh, on TuneIn anyway. Westwood One does too. Westwood One has their skill and they're on TuneIn. So Westwood One is going to be yes. free for y'all anyway. Also, yep. so that's. I think okay. that's it for the streaming. Uh, let's okay. see. One another NFL note that I had, Chris. Apparently today, okay. uh, the Eagles and the Colts had a. It sounded like it was a pretty big uh, fracas. Apparently. Uh, Kelsey for the Eagles took a cheap shot at somebody for the Colts, and uh, the two teams 
were battling it out on the field. So uh, you see though, you see this though because these players really they're ready to go. In all honesty, they are. So, but yeah, they, the Eagles, get, they get sick of looking at each other. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But the Eagles and the Colts apparently. And I don't know, Bill, if you've heard anything about it, but they had a pretty big uh, thing. And Jonathan yeah, yeah, Taylor, I'm, by the way, has been granted permission by the Colts to seek, to a, seek trade. a trade. Okay, that's, right. that's about as and, likely as me negotiating a trade. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we had an, an unusual situation uh, revol- involving the Patriots and the Packers the other night, where Josh Bolden, uh, he's a rookie defensive back for the Patriots, and he got hit with about uh, ten and a half minutes to go. And he he was knocked uh, down. He was uh, not moving for a while. He was moving his extremities when they took him off the field, but they took him off on the cart. And it is a concussion. I mean, not that it's great to have a concussion, but he's in the concussion protocol, so it was. And they put it not only the cart, Chris. They they use the backboard too. Yeah, that's right. But what was unusual about it is the teams agreed, and they'd been fighting each other for three days anyway. Like this, you know, they'd had joint practices. They agreed uh, to suspend the game. I think uh, Matthew Slater went to Belichick, and Belichick went to Lafleur, and they agreed to suspend the game. And it brings you to Demar Hamlin. So when things like this happen, that the teams would like, it's not going to happen during the regular season unless you have a serious situation like DeMar right. Han- Hamlin. But and by that time in a preseason game, you if he and Wayne Larrabee was saying that they had pretty high hopes for for him, you would wonder why he was even still in there with, at that late point in the fourth quarter. Uh, just you never know with a rookie, but you know the the thing is that that won't be happening in the regular season, no matter no. what. If it's not life threatening, they will continue the game. Uh, but the times have changed a little bit, and it's it you know shows that people are more cognizant, the players are more cognizant than they used to be about that. But I know uh, Wayne Larrabee and Larry McCarron on the radio, and then uh, Kevin Harlan and uh, James Lofton on TV. None of them had ever seen anything like that. No. No, I mean I go back to Daryl Stingley and uh, Rob too, and yep. you know they uh, carted him off the field and kept. That is correct. They did the most, that. One, of the, one of the most serious football injuries of all time, and that's what they did. So, but and uh, so the joint practice between the Patriots and Tennessee was uh, canceled. They're going to go play Tennessee on Friday night down there, but they were supposed to go down and practice there, but they decided not to do that. Um, okay, so Bolden, like I say, he he had a concussion. He left with the team. Uh, he he was in the hospital for a little while, but he did leave with the team, and then uh, you know he's on, in concussion protocol now, so he's he's coming along. Um, Josh Jacobs ended, or will be ending his holdout. Probably you think the next Monday, Robert, he'll be coming back to camp because he's going to be playing in the first game against Denver. So probably yeah, he'll just the, wait till the, Monday. The reason why I said next Monday is because next Tuesday is cut down day, the, where the NFL will. All teams will have to reduce their rosters from 90 to 53 on day. So, I'm I'm for Tuesday. He will be reporting uh, to practice. Yeah, and then the other uh, note that I got today was Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback quarterback for the uh, all-time great Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Yes. So. Yeah. Team number four. Team number four, I believe, yeah. for him. Yeah. Yes, I was talking about he should have been smart. I think they offered him some money last year to be the backup to Brady. So they, they said, you know, and they, I just heard it on a, you know, but he wanted to give his hand at uh, Carolina. But he would have been maybe smart to just go in there, learn the system, you know, work with Brady, maybe learn a little bit with Brady, and then be 
prepared to come in, you know, it would have been better for his career maybe if he had tried no, that. But. Well, rem- remember last year, Chris, uh, when he was released from Carolina, the Rams picked him up. And remember when the Raiders played the Rams on that Thursday yes. night game, the Rams ran out of quarterbacks, and Baker Mayfield actually came in and right. and, and actually won in the game. Uh, yeah. And uh, just wanted to keep him as backup, and he said no. Well, he's got a starting job. He was right yeah. about that. So, I mean, it's not as and good a team, but and it whatever. Won't surprise, it won't surprise me if somewhere along the way you don't see Kyle Trask. You know, if, if they decide we're not in this yeah. or whatever. Yeah, oh, but, sure. So, the, uh, any more NFL before we uh, well, go uh, to the NBA? In the meaningless streak, de- in the meaningless streak department, the Baltimore Ravens preseason twenty-four win ga- game winning streak came to an end in the department last of night. meaningless streaks. But yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we still have the meaningful streak. I think, in my mind, with the Baltimore Orioles, they still have not been swept. So we'll find out how long that goes. It's still been yep. since May of last year that they have not been swept in a series. By the way, so, Chris, speaking cool. of the Baltimore Orioles, apparently there may be some. I don't know that MLB would let him do it. But I forgot this earlier. Apparently, John Angelos is um, hanging out in Nashville and uh, hoping, um, and he, he's apparently unhappy. The, the old man, Peter Angelos, he would donate to both parties, you know, because, hey, depending on who it is, you want to keep him happy. Well, uh, John Angelos apparently only donates to the to the Democratic Party, but the governor in Maryland, who is a Democrat, apparently... Yep according to Angelos, is not earning his donations that he got from John Angelos. How sad. (laughs) Well, I don't think they would. You can't can't leave one of the crown jewel again. I don't don't think they would allow it. Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, and Camden Yards are the three people, you know, for different reasons, agree as the best ballpark. But, but you know, for, for for owners of teams, whatever the sport, very typically, they will donate to both parties because you want to make sure that you keep allies on both yeah. sides of the aisle. So, yep. uh, Peter Angelos, I mean, he had a lot of things wrong, but he had that one right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, the NBA, we only got about seven or eight minutes. We'll try to get this done. Here we go. Christoph Porzingis did not play for his team in the FIBA Cup. Uh, because he's got plantar fasciitis. Here we go. We'll see. You know, this was the knock on him when the Celtics got him. So they say he'll be ready for training camp. Famous last words. We'll find out. You know, knowing somebody who had had that plantar fasciitis, that that is painful. Yeah, yes, I've, it heard is. I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah Dor- I know Doris Burke and Doc Rivers are, were officially uh, named to replace uh, Mark Jackson and uh, Jeff Van Gundy on the uh, team. And uh, Doris will be the first uh, woman to serve as game analyst for a major league finals. And uh, Mike Breen will be the you know the play-by-play. And Breen, uh, Van Gundy and Jackson called finals. So that's a pretty yep. good uh, record. The Christmas schedule. Here we go. And it's pretty typical. We always start in New York or Brooklyn, don't we? Milwaukee at the Knicks. Then we have Philadelphia at Miami. The middle game, which is really your 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 five thirty game, that's a big game. The Celtics at the Lakers. There you go. And every once in a while, Christmas we get those. Dallas at Phoenix and Golden State at Denver. So that's what we're going to have on Christmas Day. Okay. And, and the, what they're going to do? What they're going to do? Normally, the primetime game is on ABC and ESPN, but they'll have Monday Night Football on ABC. So those last two games will be ESPN. The middle two, the second and third will be ABC. The first will be ESPN. That's how this. 
going to work. Okay. Yep. Hall, the Spring Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. We had the uh, we're, we're named a couple of weeks ago, but uh, we didn't catch it. And uh, they have all the Hall of Fames within about ten minutes of each other. It's crazy, you know, comparatively yeah. speaking. Uh, but Becky was uh, playing in the WNBA, not as a coach yet, of course. Greg Popovich. Tony Parker, of course, all the San Antonio uh, folks go in. Paul Gasol, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, and uh, Dwayne Wade all went in. Yep. And uh, so there you go. So that that was pretty cool for the NBA. And uh, any other uh, NBA notes before we move over to the NHL quickly? Uh, James Harden uh, was fined today $100,000 oh, yes. by the NBA for his comments about Daryl Morey. And uh, it looks like Damian Lillard and his agent are still going to be in trouble. They're huh. insisting on Miami and Miami only, so we'll see what happens there. You know, come on, you know, just say whatever. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to even talk to them or do anything. You just have to have a couple other teams on the list. Just put a couple teams on the list, you know. Oh, man, I don't know. Some of these people are nuts. Yeah. Well, we had a lot of HL and at 81. And he just retired this last uh, year. Chris, give us, a na- give us a name again. You faded when you said the name. Oh, Rick Jenneret, the uh, longtime okay. voice of the Buffalo Sabres, who we talked a lot about, so we don't need to spend a lot of time on it, because we talked a lot about him when he retired in the, in the spring. That's but right. uh, he's uh, doing, uh, he died at 81. He had multiple organ failure. failure. He retired after 51 years. And uh, his big call, he had many crazy calls. He was a little bit like Mike Lang of the Penguins in that way. He'd say just about anything when a goal was scored. It was a big one. And uh, Brad May scored a goal that knocked the Bruins out and gave the Sabres a four-game sweep in 1993. And Brad May was the goal scorer, so he kept going, Mayday! 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 And that's one of the, the most famous call that he had. But he did a lot of other uh, calls that are well known in Buffalo. We had a on our system. We had a montage of them. I it was hard. I was a Buffalo fan. I wasn't totally uh, you know, aware of them. He was from St. Catharines, uh, Ontario. He started with the Sabres in 1971. You can say, well, the years don't add up. Sounds like it should be 52. Nope, no hockey in 0405. So he wasn't able to do us. And that's the longest play-by-play guy in the NHL in history. And uh, he, as I say, he died of multiple organ failure. And, uh, you know, people in Buffalo, I mean, he was going to retire. He was gone anyway, and I'm glad he got. But what, it, what the good thing is they had the night, you know, it wasn't last year. They had the night for him. He knew how much the people of Buffalo loved him and how much, uh, you know, Sabres fans loved him. And, and uh, it was a good night that we, uh, again, on, on our system got to hear highlights of. And uh, so, uh, you know, and he's uh, not uh, will not be around uh, anymore. But, uh, you know, he's always going to be. I don't know if they retired a microphone or something for him. I think yes, they, they did. did. Yes, I they thought did. they did, yeah. And uh, Dan Dunleavy will be the new voice of the Buffalo. Robert, do you know? Yes, yes, he's very good. He originally comes from Toronto. He used to work for the Maple Leafs. And okay. So uh, they're in good hands. Good. All right, are we just about time to wrap it up? We got about, about a minute, so if anybody has anything out in the audience, just uh, yeah, or uh, raise yeah. up your hand. We got about a minute, but uh, hopefully by next week, Zoom will have these things figured out, and we won't be. Yeah, fading there was out. A and maybe there. it sounded maybe it sounded better for y'all. Hopefully, than it, it did for us hearing each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it might be there no, on the show. That's I thought that it could have been yeah. a lot worse, but it wasn't quite yeah. that bad. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but uh, next I'll week, next week we do know that we will have a lot of college football to discuss. Yeah, um, there'll be a lot of games next week. Um, from what I was told, 
the schedule for week one, if you will, is not as good as it very typically is. So we'll have to we'll week see three. about that next week. Remember, yeah. uh, U.S. Open tennis tournament starts. So yes, the U.S. Oh, yeah. o- Robert is telling us the U.S. Open starts on Monday. So that I guess correct. that's that's about it. So we'll just wrap it up from here. And book talk is coming up uh, next. So stay tuned for that. And we'll be back After next week. Yep, we'll be back next week with a lot of college football. So until next week. We'll see you then.